at it She ain't never do this before, but she good at it So she never made love, but she good at it She make a nigga feel good when I look at it I get goosebumps when I look at it All the girls just wanna have fun with it All the girls just wanna have fun with me These girls ain't really no good for me Yeah, What up, though? Episode 148 of the iHeart Miko podcast. Today is February 27th, 2019. Hello, everyone. Hello, Brent Grimes. What up, Meek? Hey, if I sound funny, it's because my Invisalign is in. I'm going to try to do it with it in. It's so annoying that I'm doing Invisalign for no goddamn reason, but it's all right. It's good. Straight. Good for us. Um, heads up, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Omar Kelly. Oh, shit. <laughs> we going to talk about R. Kelly in this bitch, too, but... Omar Kelly is supposed to be joining us today. Uh, I think his old ass went to sleep. Yeah, I need to sleep, bro. Bozo, man. This nigga, I, I told this nigga Omar, he was like, what time are you going to record? I said nine at the earliest. Nah. He hit me right at nine. We still doing this? Like, you need grandpa, to do that shit at 830. Grandpa that took his little Geritol and yeah, went to sleep done. on us. He chilling. He, he knocked mouth open, mouth open and everything. Man. Bet. We ha- I needed Omar on just first of all. Omar is cool. He's good people's, but I hold on a second. I need to turn that off. I needed Omar on because I haven't been paying attention to whatever's been going on in the NFL world. You know, I know there was like what is it a Senior Bowl? The Senior Bowl happened. Yeah, something happened today. I don't know what happened today. Yeah, something happened today. Like some type of workout or Senior Bowl. I don't know. Something happened today. Matter of fact, I can look on my text, but he was supposed to give us an entire rundown of whatever everyone in football is talking about. So what was it? He said combine starts on Wednesday. That's the combine starts today. Oh, I was about to say the combine is probably pretty soon. Yeah. Combine starts Wednesday. Yeah. I wasn't sure the exact day, but. Yeah. That's what he said. It starts tomorrow. Oh, today. Wait, what's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm so. <laughs> You fucked up. <laughs> I'm the, I'm used to recording on Tuesdays. Right, right, right. But, okay, so the combine started today. Look at me. I'm terrible. I don't even know that. It's cool. But the combine started today, and so he had some stuff he was going to tell you about and probably some stuff about uh, Nick Foles is a free agent. I heard they're not franchising him. Yeah. yeah. 
free yeah. agent. I'm surprised. That changes a lot of the in the free agency market for quarterbacks, him being available. I yeah. know Tannehill is pissed. Yeah. His stock just went down again. I kind of feel like people are sometimey on Nick Foles. I mean, that doesn't matter, though. He went to, he went to the Super Bowl and won. And then this year, he almost pulled off the same shit. Almost Saint did. Nick. That doesn't, you know what that does? What's that? That sells hope. It does. Doesn't matter if he don't even make the playoffs on the next team he's on. Whatever team he goes to, the organization is going to sell it to the fans that we're going to the Super Bowl. Just the way he did it in Philly, he's going to do it here. And the fans are going to believe it. Yeah. They can definitely sell that dream. It's still a couple years, even if it doesn't work. If it does, great. Great. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm not saying he's amazing. I just think that he's a good football player. Yeah, he is. He's proven it, in my opinion. Regardless of your opinions of him, regardless of what you think of his talent level, he proved it. He proved that he can be on the big stage in big moments, make big plays, and win the big game. Definitely did that. Proved it, right? Against Tom Brady. Against Tom Brady. Like, so he, you know, I think that that's going to sell hope. And, you know, I feel like any team that gets him should feel, you know, good about it. Yeah. You know, like he's been there. He's been in the trenches now. That doesn't mean they have all the other weapons and everything else that the team would need to get there. But having a solid quarterback is the start you need. Right. You don't need anything else more important than a good quarterback. Nothing. There's (laughs) no single position on the field, more important. A single more, person, more uh, needed. Quarterback is it. That's, That's the it. NFL. You could have a whole bunch of nobodies, all positions. If you got a good quarterback, you got a good shot. You got a shot for real. Especially the way the league set up now, scoring all those points and everything. Can't touch the quarterback. So I don't know if Omar is going to wake up. I don't know if we should call. Should we call him? Yeah, hit him up. Ooh, hit we him should up. call him. Let's hit call. Hey. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall asleep? Nah, I'm up. What the hell? Why you ain't pick answering my text messages then? Cause I was trying to get some. <laughs> Respect. 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 Did you get it? Did you get it? Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. I, I, I get it when I, I get, I get it, I get it. <laughs> oh, get it. We're, we're live right now, Omar. <laughs> FYI, oh, we good. <laughs> we good. She patient. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I feel sorry. bad now. We were just talking so much shit about you before we called you. Called you old, saying you take Geritol. <laughs> you was in the bed by now. We was talking big shit. You over there trying to get some pussy. Respect. Respect. It, it, listen, sometimes, you know, I, for you, it, it, it can wait. I, I appreciate I get that. It Tell Marilyn I said solid. I respect that. Uh, all right. Tell her to leave the stove on, though. Don't, don't, let, don't turn yeah. the stove yeah. off. Sick. <laughs> So, um, I imagine you maybe just want to stay on for your segment. You don't want to do the whole show. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got things to do. I got I, things I, to I do. I see now. Mm-hmm. I see. And I'm not going to hold you. So, we were just saying that the combine started today. Yes. So, talk to my listeners. You know they care about this kind of stuff. Tell me what, what they need to hear. 
Um, here, here's what happened at the combine today. A lot of GMs and executives and coaches, they posture and they tell their lies and they tell you that, oh, we love this quarterback and, oh, we're in love with this player or we like this player. And if he's there, it's a possibility. And, you know, oh, you know, the Dolphins today, they, they said, you know, we're still evaluating Ryan Tannehill. We haven't really made any kind of decisions. Like, come on, man. Uh, you know. But really, behind the scenes, the business starts at night in these restaurants, in these lounges, in these private suites. Um, I've mm-hmm. actually been there. And they, they sit and they talk and they propose trades and possibilities and who might be interested. And, you know, they get on these meetings with these agents and agents sit there and tell you, hey, we got Brent Grimes. He's interested in moving on. And, and you know, hey, he would be interested in this situation and this team and this team and this team. We also have this player and this player and this player. And teams tell you whether or not they're interested or not now, whether or not they're going to make an offer when when the the legal tempering period begins. Uh, Um, But (laughs) yeah, that's 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 another story. Right. Yeah. But this is about player movements. Then players get shaken down as well in terms of guys like Kyle Long, who's set to make eight million dollars. He got shaken down by by his team and, and decided to take a pay cut so he could tell people that I'm playing for the Chicago Bears for life and you know, all that fantasy stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really about business, not, not necessarily about the draft prospects, but okay. you know, today, uh, Steve Kim, the Arizona Cardinals GM, he comes out and he says, you know, Hey, you know, he was asked about Josh Rosen and he sent out a, a, a good, good message for, for the person who owns the number one pick. He said, you know, Josh Rosen, he's our quarterback for now. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> for now, Let people know that, for Hey, now. if you want Kyler, you letting people know if you want Kyler Murray, you know, hey, you better come get him because we get. might come get we we might we might take him. Yeah. Um, and I I really do believe Kyler Murray is probably the top player in this draft. Um, if if you don't like the Bosa kid, and I expect him to be the number one overall pick. And who's going to get that number one pick? Um, I think it's going to be Arizona. I, I really, I think I think Josh Rosen is this generation's version of J of Jimmy Clausen. And I people people that makes a lot of people uncomfortable because um, people don't like him. He both of them have personalities that people do not like um, and their teammates do not like. And, you know, it'll come out eventually. But I I think Arizona would be wise if they decide to say, hey, we're going to take Kyler Murray and anybody who's interested in Josh Rosen. um, You send us a second round pick and we'll make a deal. Kyler Murray is a dynamic talent. He'll probably be the number one athlete on the field when, despite his height and his That's size. That's disrespectful, Omar. I, I know, I know. But, I mean, when's the last time you've seen a quarterback who can run a 4-3 outside of Michael Vick and actually have a dynamic Omar, there's, arm? That, he's black yes. first, okay? He's black. What, what does that mean? You you be comp- you're trying to compare him to these white quarterbacks. That's the problem. You have to only compare no, him to compare black him to quarterbacks. Michael Vick. Yeah, but Michael Vick is the only quarter black quarterback that's been able to run fast. My thing is, it's not as important. They, that's that stat is is only meaningful if a quarterback is Michael Vick. Most quarterbacks today stay in the pocket. They ain't running. You yeah. see what happened, old boy in uh, in uh, Baltimore? He gonna get his ass tagged. Yeah. yeah, eventually, eventually he will. I mean, and Cam Newton, he he he's he suffered a career of being tagged, so you know now yeah. he's a little bit, 
Now he's a little bit gun shy, and hopefully he gets his arm right. But I, I really do believe Kyler Murray is 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 a game changer for not only just small quarterbacks, but for athletic quarterbacks. I really think that that's the direction a lot of a lot of teams are, well, are trying to move into. This is what I, I talked about this already. Remember, Brent? I said eventually this league's gonna have to figure out the black athlete. Yeah, they gonna that have quarterback to is gonna have to. That's the move. But but then yeah. it, it goes this way, like. I think eventually, because that's all college football is doing now, so eventually they're going to have to do that with quarterbacks. But then it it goes into, are you still going to pay quarterbacks as much? Because now your quarterbacks are at way more risk if you're taking them out the pocket, running this read option, and really keeping it on the on the read. Like it it opens a whole different can of worms if you say with quarterbacks. So I was just I'm not knowing if GMs owners are willing to put their cash cow. In the mm-hmm. line of fire like that, and still give them yeah, hundreds of million dollars. That's what I'm saying. That, that that forty yard dash is meaningless if your quarterback's in the pocket for real. Now, if you want to run him out there, that's dangerous. He's gonna get his head knocked off <laughs> a, lot. Mm-hmm. a lot. So essentially, he'll be a running back. Yeah, yeah. Throws occasionally. I, I've talked to. I've had this conversation with an executive who says mm-hmm. the only way he'd feel comfortable with doing that is if he had two of the same quarterbacks. See? Yeah, like the money gonna uh-huh. be different. <laughs> yeah, you can run that offense and you feel comfortable running an offense if you have two identical quarterbacks. Let's say if you if you had um, the Houston quarterback, um, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and then you drafted a Lamar Jackson. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but but right now it's about it's about, you know, to me, cheating. How do you create big plays and how do you create those cheap plays mm-hmm. that, that allow you to convert third down? Yeah, and 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 that's what the athletic quarterbacks. That's what the quarterbacks who can mm-hmm. buy time, who can move out the pocket, who can run for first down. The black ones, <laughs> the black quarterbacks. <laughs> but yeah, they're just gonna hey, make just, it. What it sounds like is just about to turn into NCAA. Yeah, the Josh, the Josh Allen's of the world will will argue that they can do it too. I don't. I'm. You know, we'll we'll see. Um, but the difference with is with with Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. he throws with accuracy, mm-hmm. and he throws with he 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 has a Drew Brees esque touch to his ball that that makes people think he can be a real quarterback. And I, I'm one of those people who who think that he, if you put him on the field, you're going to have to be in at least nickel if not dying, because no linebacker can stick with him. Hmm. Uh, Omar, it's a lot of accusations for a nigga that ain't never took a snap in the right, NFL. Now, right. he's over here being disrespectful right. to some men right. that are going to hunt his ass down day <laughs> he, one. He's, I'm not saying tiny. the man can't do it. I'm saying yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable making those statements until I saw it. Now, I don't watch college football. I have watched him because he's been in the playoffs. And I do think he's talented. I don't understand. I think he's stupid for t- passing up the the uh, baseball the, the contract. Money. Yeah, I'm cool on that. I don't I mean, understand. But, he, but Brent says he loves, probably loves football. He probably does love football. But understand, yeah, he's got $12 million. No, he's not even got $12 million. I don't think Mm-mm. it's $12 million. Um, but remember, you got to go years before you could get to the majors. And then when you're in the majors, you got to go through arbitration. But, yeah, once you finally do that, a three hundred million dollar, and you're good. A three hundred million dollar contract awaits you. Yeah. But right, right now, I ain't talking about three hundred million. I'm just talking about fifty Karen, million, sixty see, million, with your is, brain attached what, what to your I, shoulder what, still. Yeah, CTE what, non-existent in Major League Baseball. What, what, That's I mean, what I'm thinking about. What I was thinking yeah. is maybe he doesn't have a lot of like he's confident in baseball, but not that confident because, like you said, as a baseball player, you got to go through the whole. You know, all the A's, 
the, all the double, the triple. You know, you got to do all mm-hmm. your all your time, and then if you're good enough, you could get the big money. Whereas he looking at being the first overall pick, he like I'm about to get this money right now. He's dumb. Yeah, I feel you. Well, <laughs> I feel I think, you 100. percent I hear what you're saying, and I, I do believe the only way that his stock can really be tarnished if, he's, if he continues to flirt with baseball. But I also think that it's easier to go this route where you do football first, try it. And if you don't like it or you if you're not successful, you could always go back to baseball. You could start baseball at 28. That's true. You know, it, that is true. You, you, you can't go the opposite way. We've we've seen players try to do it the opposite way. Chris mm-hmm. Winky and then um, – there, there was a Cowboys quarterback uh, from Michigan that actually made Tom Brady sit on the bench. I, I remember. Um, I forget his name, but I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. I mean, yeah, he took Tom Brady's starting job. So you you know that had to be real. Um, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time sat on the bench. But it, it's, you know, it, for, for I, I agree with you. The, the sure thing would have probably been him going to baseball. But he's got the potential to be a top five pick in the, in the first round of the NFL draft. That means he's going to walk away. Let's say he's the number one pick. He's going to walk away with 25 million guaranteed for the first four years. If he, if he's actually good and, and gets a fifth year option, he'll get, you know, he'll get another $20 million. So that's, that's, that's 50 right there. Let, that's before know. taxes. First of all, second of all, yeah. we don't know if his head is going to be attached to his shoulders <laughs> In these four years, Meek that you is are thinking about CTE. Yeah, I am a woman, a wife married to an NFL player. <laughs> that is the first thing that comes to my mind. Like you are presuming and assuming he gonna get to this money. Yeah. And I just uh, his wits about him. Yeah, and I mean, if this was the old CBA back when they used to cash the rookie out, I would feel yeah. you on that. This is the new CBA. They're not cashing nobody out, especially no court, no black quarterback. He gonna have to do so much work. And stay healthy and stay on his feet in order to even accomplish this $45 million before taxes, which is essentially $20 million. I personally would have, if I was his woman, I would have been like, go to play baseball. And he yeah, but he probably don't have a passion disputes. for it. And don't put your hands on nobody. Either. That's another thing in the NFL. You can't put your hands on nobody. Now, you could go uh, buy some pussy. From a sex trafficking ring. Hey, that ain't know. even safe no more. That yes, ain't it even is. Safe no. yeah, Robert Kraft is just fine. He is just ain't doing nothing to him. We're going to talk about that as well. Omar, okay, so everybody knows about Kyler Murray. Who else should people be looking at in this draft? Give me some other names. Throw something at me. Well, this is really a defensive-heavy draft. So okay. most of the guys that you're going to see are going to be defensive players. There's a there's a horde of them from Clemson that are very good. Alabama's Quentin Williams, he's got the potential to be the number one overall pick. Then the Bosa kid, I, forget, I think his name is Nick yes, Bosa. I think so. Um, he, yeah, I've he, heard he, a lot about him a, from friends of mine, actually. Yeah. Well, you didn't really see him play because he basically quit on college football. As, as he should have. As a lot of players, <laughs> as as he lot of players did. Huh? As he should have. Yes. I mean, it, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable because you, you you know he's got talent. He's a Bosa. He's 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 basically bred to be an NFL player. Mm-hmm. But how how yes, he was injured so he decided not to play a senior year, but you know, right now he he hasn't proven that he could be a dominant force and people are talking about him being the number one overall pick so you have you're about to draft the guy the number one overall pick based on potential that you have not seen in his junior year that's a real that's real tricky and risky well i mean um, they, they pick up guys that we saw all four years and was garbage and mm-hmm. say they're good too so that's I mean, true so <laughs> the, what's yeah, the difference that's true. a point yeah it, I mean, the first round, you've got a basically a 33% chance of having success. 
So, yeah, yeah, yeah. any pick that you make in the first round is going to be a gamble and a risk. But the, the, the whole point of being in the first round is that you make less calculated risks. Now, if you're in the second, third, fourth, fifth, um, it's, it's OK to take a calculated risk. But you're, you're, you're saying that Nick Bosa is going to be uh, a, a franchise changing defensive end if you pick him at number one. And how do you know that if you have not seen him play his, his junior year in college? Did he play his sophomore year? Yeah, he played his sophomore year. He you don't was need good. that much film, Omar. I know <laughs> yeah, people. Right. First of all, they be having four. They had four years of film on several players, and and they still got it wrong. <laughs> you right. Lots, like way more than right. They got it wrong. So they're just guessing. This is all a guess. This is all a guess and a gamble. But like I said, this is important to my listeners. So we have to know what's going yeah. on. I had a question Suppose- about a player, Omar. I, I didn't. I saw him play one time and I thought he was good. I don't watch much college football, but it was a D tackle from Houston. Oh yeah, I did. I honestly, I have not seen him play because he got injured and he was yeah. another one of those players. He that, stopped, He didn't that, play this year, but I saw him play like maybe the year before and he was balling crazy. Oh yeah, I think I. No, so I just Ed, wanted Ed to, Oliver. Yeah, he, that's his name, Ed Oliver. Like, what what's he looking like? Is he going to be a, a high pick or is he has he fell? Because I heard he got into it with his coach. Oh yeah, he did get into it with his coach uh, on the sidelines, and mm. and everybody saw that. That's not good. So he he's <laughs> going to be one. Yeah, he, exactly. He's going to be one of those players that is heavily scrutinized because of the injury history, the fact that he didn't want to finish and compete and play his his, his final game. As you know how they they feel about you know football. You got to love football. Mm. You know, I'm sure you've heard that six thousand times in your right. life. Um, it, it, you know what they don't realize is football is a business that people make they, business. Yeah, it's, it's business for them, but it's not supposed to be for the players. No. Oh no, you gotta love football. It's gotta be in your heart. Right. It's yeah. gotta, you know, uh, you oh, know how many shit. times I'm I'm sick of hearing that. <laughs> uh, it, it, and the reality is, I, you know, I've been doing this long enough where I realize, yeah, when players come in, they buy into all that stuff. You know, when they wake up, when they hit their fourth year at the and beginning the team of the fourth is, year. Is, is shitting on him, and the team is like, "Well, you need to take yeah, we ain't try, we, don't, we don't know if we want right. to pay you. You know what you're asking. We or, know you. We asked or, you to play these last two years, injured as hell, and banged your body up. But now we realize you really are banged up, and we ain't. We can't really. We don't want to pay you. Right. They do yeah. that too. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, and and then they 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 you know when when you started and played well for two years as an undrafted guy, and they got you on a Brett 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 been through this, and they're like, oh well, we got you on exclusive rights, then we got you on restricted tender, (laughs) first round tender, yeah. Then you get then you get the get the the uh, tag. Yeah. The double yeah. tag, man. Yeah. Y'all CBA just, is garbage. Garbage. Exactly. All they, it's 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 about the love of the game until it becomes about the business. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I always see the shift happen when a player reaches their fourth year and they realize, oh crap, this is a business. These people mm-hmm. don't love this game, and and they treat it like a business. This ain't about team and family. Mm-hmm. All that garbage it's that about they try the to sell. Shield in their coin. 
Yes, exactly. People, fans always like, oh man, you know, we can't have we can't have this player up here for this heavy cap hit. We got to cut him because we need the cap space and the roster space. <laughs> Not knowing that each team carries cap carryover and that money goes right into the owner's pocket, mm-hmm. and he just he just sit here. Teams like the Jets got a hundred million dollars in cap in cap space. You sure. know how? Because they've been pocketing money for years, telling you that we can't ha- we can't carry this player because he's too much on our cap. It's straining our cap. We got we got to do right. it for the future. Lies, yeah, lies, yeah. lies, lies. Um, uh, Indianapolis Colts team with with a with a quarterback on one of the highest quarterback salaries. They got a hundred million dollars in cap space. How'd they get that hundred million dollars in cap space? Uh, and and they stashing. don't plan on spending it. Stashing, you stashing them exactly. Mm-mm-mm. Young, that that's that's the wave of the NFL, and it's sad that that players have players bought into that last CBA deal, and and they told y'all that it was going to go to the veterans. And Lie. truthfully speaking, all it went to is to the top ten percent, which most of them is quarterbacks, Quarterback. and, and the veterans just get pushed out quicker. And, 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 Remember that? Exactly. You're the one the that told me that the talent. average years in, of the NFL player yeah. has decreased. Now we were at Absolutely. like three and a half or something. Now what is it? Two point eight. Yep. Mm. Damn. Damn. Two and a half. Two point eight years. <laughs> is the, in a ten year span, it's gone from three and a half to two point eight years because they just want cheaper and younger talent and yeah. dumber. That's all. That's why I need to do this rookie symposium. I need to do a a real nigga rookie symposium for the NFL. (laughs) For the players that really want to know what what the league is really like. I really feel like I should do that. I just don't you know, know how the, I could get the word the out NFL to everybody. PA, the NFLPA, you could talk to Michael Thomas. He's he, he, he a big dog in the NFLPA right now. You would actually be beneficial because you're a wife. You could tell them. You know, yes. you, you could tell them from a perspective that they probably have never heard from. I know. Them. I just yeah. don't know if everybody accepts their real nigga shit that I be saying. Like I, I oh, be no. telling the truth, truth. Right. <laughs> no, they've had guys. They've had guys in there come in there and tell the truth about hanger-ons and Mm-mm. you know about your posse. That you, they, they need, they need a wife's perspective. That would benefit them. You need to talk to Mike Thomas about that. Yeah, the Take NFL is not going to let me in there. No, it's not the NFL. The no. NFL. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I might need to hit Mike T up then. The NFLPA doesn't, and that's actually a great idea because you you always keep it real, and they need they need those real conversations. Yeah, and I can answer great. I answer all the questions too. Any question they have, I feel like I can answer it straight up. No, I don't need no notes. I don't need nothing. <laughs> Just come up there. Come, boom. What's the question? Got it. It will be on. Omar, give us some South Florida uh, Miami Dolphins news for the for the haters that are definitely still listening to my podcast. My Miami my Miami numbers are loud. I mean, they're not all the haters because I do got a lot of fans here too. So, what's going on with the team? Y'all tanking this year? Um, they're calling it rebuilding. Oh, it's, it's called about, the rebuild. Okay. It's called re- you, you, uh, the, the number one rule, and I keep telling people that when you're tanking, you don't talk about tanking. It's like Fight Club. You can't say you're tanking. That's why <laughs> the media at, straight up asking uh, uh, the general manager, Chris Greer, and, uh, and the head coach, Brian Flores, are y'all tanking? Like, what you expect them to say? Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we are actually. Thanks. <laughs> um, they ain't going to do that the, shit. They call it rebuilding, and it's about getting the foundation laid properly and, and truthfully speaking they need to lay the foundation properly because they're really horrible on the offensive defensive line and have been for years now the offensive line you can blame a lot of that on the quarterback who's got no pocket presence but they're also starting over with the quarterback more than likely 
he's going to be released. Um, I don't know when he's going to be a June 1st release. That's not the date. That's just the term so that they yes. can get all of their 18.75 million in cap space. And I'm very curious to see here, here's, here's the reality. You know, I've always said you're wasting your time investing in a quarterback that nobody else wanted. Everybody would always yeah. tell me, well, if Ryan Tannehill was free cut, agent, there'll be a, there'll the be a line would be people. around the building. There'll a, <laughs> yeah. There'll be a lot of people trying to sign him. Okay. Well, he about to be cut. Let's, Let's see. see where this line starts and, and how many of those opportunities are to be a starter. And I really don't think so because what, what's what's happening now is the Eagles have said we're not going to franchise tag Nick Foles. Hell, there's, their, their organization is sending out a tweet. Thanks for the years. Appreciate you. Right. Go get your money, big homie. And more than likely, he's going to end up in Jacksonville. So that's one team without a quarterback. Um, Washington is, is doing that big talk that, hey, we're going to go with Colt McCoy, which is a lie. So more than likely, they're probably that I think Cincinnati is one of those teams where they're kind of not sure what they want to do with Andy Dalton. And there's a possibility that they might trade Andy Dalton to Washington. Um, and 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 if that happens, then Cincinnati be one of those teams shopping for a quarterback, if not tanking. And I do believe that they could be one of those tank specials like the Miami Dolphins. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got then you got, you know, Tampa Bay. I'm not I know they're talking a good game about Jameis Winston, but, you know, you better get some contingency plans. Same thing with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You better get a contingency plan. So you can see both of those teams being teams that draft young quarterbacks early. And then there's uh, the New York Giants. If if the Giants, you know, if the Giants and Eli Manning, from what I'm hearing, a lot of players on the Giants, and you ain't got to verify this, are not big fans of Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. And they would rather see some competition get in there. And Dwayne oh, no. Haskins, yeah, Dwayne Haskins could be that guy to push Eli Manning out. Now, it, it's hard to push a Manning out, as you can see. The last right. one won a championship with no arms. So, you know, <laughs> they they, right. they going to go out kicking and screaming. Right. Um. So, but the teams that need, there aren't that many teams that need quarterbacks. And, and I really have a hard time seeing Ryan Tannehill getting work as a starter or getting an opportunity as a starter. I think he might end up going to New York and being, you know, Sam Darnold's backup. When I, uh, you know, abruptly left South Florida the way I did, you know, shitting mm-hmm. on him on my way out, uh, lots of <laughs> Miami media was saying that I was crazy. Tannehill has the talent. It's this. It's the offensive line. It's the running mm-hmm. backs. It's the receivers. It's always the offensive line. What it's are they saying the now? What are they saying now? Is everybody agreeing uh, now that he they, he has to go? Are there still some people saying they can't believe the team's letting him go? I, I think most of the media, no, no, no. There's nobody. Everybody's saying it's time. We've seen it's been seven years. You've seen what you're going to see right. in those seven years, and wow. I think people people are just ready to start fresh and mm. start clean. And you know, and and truthfully speaking, I am on the the rebuild because. I think you only get so many opportunities to get a transformative quarterback. And I think Alabama's Tui, Tugga, whatever his name Tugga is. I, yeah, <laughs> Tugga, 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 Tugga something. Pronunciation. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I messed that one up. But I, you know I'm who not going to try. So <laughs> he, I've, I've watched, what, what I learned is teams watch quarterbacks in three-year cycles. That's the only position that they do. And so I've sat and I've watched at least five games of each of these quarterbacks within the next three years. And Tua is by far my favorite quarterback. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get him because I think that that gives you a chance to, you know, my goal and vision for this team is 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 to one day see them actually hold up the Lombardi trophy. 
And I don't see that happening if you don't get to her. Now, it, it, it could very well happen because, hell, who would have thought the Eagles would have won a championship two years ago? Right. But uh, so many things that have to fall in your in, in, fa- in your favor. And look at the Colts. I think they've got a top five quarterback, and, and mm. I don't think they're any closer. But it's always better to have a great quarterback that has potential and upside and is young and is cheap. Um, and it allows you to build a solid foundation. So Tua, take it for Tua is my number one, you know, number one goal for this season because, you know, you, you got to be two or three wins bad to get them. And I definitely think the Dolphins have the talent and the potential to do that or, or lack the talent to who's, do it. Who's quarterback in this year? Um, I think it'll be a free agent. I think it'll be a Tyrod Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater, or maybe they draft a quarterback in the in the second or, or uh, second, third, or fourth round. Um, one of the guys that I really like is Will Greer from West Virginia. He got a little he got a little baggage on him. He got a little baggage. He, he got bag? kicked like out of what? Florida. Um, he got kicked out of Florida. Um, and he was smoking weed. He had oh, been he, he, he nice. He yeah, nice. He, good, he nice. Yo, he he's nice. I can tell already. He's he smoking cool. weed. He, he nice. Cool and can play, bro. I mean, who, who? Uh, see, but they don't want quarterbacks smoking weed. You Why know, not? That, that makes that's the most important drug you could ever do. If you're gonna do any drug, you should smoke weed. Honestly, that's smart. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but you know how the NFL is. They they they'll look the other way when it's the other exactly. position. Exactly. All these quarterback, all these coaches doing lines of coke in between Bruh. meetings anyway, and they over here judging <laughs> goddamn players. The hell on you. you you're right. You're right. They, they <laughs> gotta stay me. alert for you those eighteen-hour work days. That's the craziest shit. They really judge it's, it's, the players, and they know damn well all the coaches do all the drugs. Coaches smoke weed, bro, and do coke. <laughs> Let crazy. it go. Let it go. I'ma let it go. Let let, let it, it go. go. Let, just just enjoy. Just, just just let them look the other way while you enjoy your weed. Right. Like, <laughs> I am. Well, Omar, thank you for these updates. I appreciate, appreciate you. Now only, let me go get them buns. Get them buns, Omar. <laughs> I'm, I'm not holding you up no more. Go get your buns. <laughs> All right. All later. right. Peace. <laughs> Omar Kelly. Uh, beat writer for the Miami Dolphins and also a writer for South Florida Sun Sentinel newspaper, My Ex-Husband on radio. For those of you that don't know, I used to have a radio show with Omar here in Miami until I got fired. Go fuck yourself, CBS. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Um, this is the last episode of Black History Month. And I cannot wait for this to be over with. I'm done with Black History Month. Okay. I want to throw the whole month away. It's been a. It's always bad. Every Black History Month, we get shit on a lot. It's like this. It seems like the most shots that Black people take place in February. Oh. And I'm just like, okay, can we just? I don't even want us to have Black History Month anymore. I just want us to celebrate ourselves all year. I mean, who is saying you can't do that? Yeah, but I don't want it to be like like you know what it is. It's really just because I get tired of these holidays too. Like, the only holiday that matters is Halloween. <laughs> That's it. That one matters? Yes. That's the best one of all the made-up holidays is Halloween. It's just because you get to dress up? Yes. It's fun. I don't think Thanksgiving is good. I don't think Christmas is good. The new year isn't even the new year. It's, there's no way that it would be the new year in the dead of winter. Like, no. Spring. Is when the new year starts. It it would make way more sense for the new year to be in the spring, but. Yes. Then Valentine's Day is a reminder to tell somebody you love them while spending money on them. Everybody's 
looking at what everybody else got and trying to be mad if they didn't they man didn't get them what yeah another nigga I mean, got his girls it's all the holidays saint patrick's day not relevant whatsoever then we got easter that's a lie God, Jesus did not rise up again. You like on everybody's holiday. Yeah, man. Cinco de Mayo isn't even Mexican Independence Day. Mexican Independence is Day is in September. You're the first one that told me that. I didn't <laughs> yeah. believe you at all. And yeah. It was the truth. Yeah. That's Fourth crazy. of July, I haven't done my research on that, but it's probably real, maybe. No, but, I think that one's real. Yeah, then we got what Labor Day? Oh, we Memorial Weekend. That was that's some bullshit. They don't even acknowledge that Black people started Memorial Weekend. We started that by saluting Black uh, people in military that were killed because this country, even though our people fought in their war, they didn't even acknowledge our deaths when we died. So Black people started their own march, their own parade for Black soldiers, and then this country stole that from them. You know, then we roll around Labor Day. I don't even know what that holiday is about. Labor Day. So pretty much you hate all holidays, except for Halloween. Except for Halloween. All right. Fair enough. That's the only one that matters. The only one that's important. Fair enough. So whatever, y'all. I We don't. Black History Month is just a failure. It, every year they, they let us down. They should. They, they're just like, you know what? You blacks think you something. Guess what? We're going to shit on this year. They just completely took dookies on us in so many different ways. We're going to get into some of those ways later. But um, uh, what's the reason that the podcast is late is because I was out of town. Mm-hmm. I went to Portia's baby shower. Yeah. It was fun, but oh, I don't like on camera anything. I just why, don't like why, it. Why? I just don't feel like it's my my atmosphere i like baby showers because baby showers are low-key like ratchet fun girl games like you're supposed to like teabag with the penis blindfolded you're supposed to do all kind of like yeah. fun games we didn't do no games like they did a wig bougie. they did a wig uh game let me shut up i ain't supposed to be telling none of this i forgot it's gonna be on tv yeah. anyway <laughs> but it was fun it was good to see Portia. um she seemed like she was in good spirits considering that she's eight months pregnant Ooh, I don't know if I could have been in them heels where she was twirling around. Mm-mm, better than me. You look good as hell, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'll post some pictures whenever Bravo clears right. me you to be able to good. post some pictures. Thank you. you. But I stayed longer because look back at it. Uh, uh, no, A Boogie had a concert last night, and I went, and I was so happy. He did not do... Some of the songs that I really wanted him to do, but you're mad that he's a rapper. Yeah, he was being a <laughs> rapper a lot last night, and I wanted him. I wanted the 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 R and B version of him, and so I don't know. Maybe we got to pay him for a private concert or something. I don't know, Brett. Damn. Can we, can we pay him? <laughs> can we just pay him to come and hey, do hey, the Boogie. bigger artist the whole album for just me? Just come to this little venue. We gonna pay you out. You know what I mean? How much you think he costs? A good amount. He's expensive, huh? Hell yeah. Damn, I was thinking about booking it for my 44th birthday. Just for, How much do you think it would cost, for real? Um, More than 100000 No. 50000 Maybe. Maybe not 50000 Man, for, for bro, you small? got that. You got it. <laughs> His face was like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Damn, bro, you wouldn't do it for me? It's whatever. 
Anyways, I had a good time, but I'm back home now, and hopefully things slow down for a little while because I've been running around crazy. The blessing is that I've been doing all this traveling and didn't get sick, being around all these germ-infested people, (laughs) all these goddamn airplanes. Strong knocks on wood. Knocks on wood. It was good to see a lot of my friends in um, Atlanta and spend some time with them and everything, Um, but we got to get to the news. We got to get to the tea. Uh, staying with the NFL, the AAF almost went belly up after week one. That's sick. I showed when you I that. Saw that. I was like, damn. Yeah, um, because allegedly they couldn't afford to pay the payroll. So the Carolina Hurricanes owner, Tom Dundon, mm-hmm. essentially bought the majority ownership of the league for $250 million. Damn. He a baller. Straight up. Uh, that's supposed to cover season one. And um, I, I don't understand. I, I keep hearing a lot of hate from NFL fans about this league, and it's so weird to me. It's like, you losers think you cheat on your girlfriend or something if you watch the AF? What, what are they saying? Uh, they don't like it. Oh, it's like it's competition for the NFL. No, it's actually not. It's a bunch of people that couldn't make it to the NFL. This would actually be great for the NFL. Yeah, I feel like this eventually could be like like the NFL's D-League. Yes, yes. It's somewhere for players to go. That um, do have some talent, maybe got injured a lot early, got themselves together. Maybe if they smoke some weed, they came down here to play a couple games, got pushed back up. And it's also just a place for people that don't belong in the NFL, that still want to play football. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody doesn't belong in the NFL. But I think that there are some people that are very, very talented and they could keep this league afloat and, and combined with the players that do belong in the NFL. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it would be a really good thing. And I see, eventually, I believe that the NFL is going to buy this out. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Like, they'll buy it out and it'll have an NFL brand to it. And then all these people that hate it will say it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Tom going to cash out when they do that. Um, now, the XFL and the AAF, I believe, um, should have a bowl game. Oh. They should have a game. That would be cool. Like, that should be like a Pro Bowl. That should be the Pro Bowl game right there. Boom. What, the XFL versus the... AAF. That could be like a preseason game. They're a bowl game between the the best team in the AAF plays against the best team in XFL. That could be the Pro Bowl. And then the winners, or maybe even whoever's the MVP, gets a shot on an NFL roster. Ooh. Oh, shit. That would be dope, right? That would be cool. Yeah, that would make people play hard. That would. You know? That and would. I feel like that should be a, a, a whole another separate kind of check for whoever those two best teams are. They should get, there should be a separate check than whatever they're giving them for the, for the season. The 75000 you know, they, that should be something else for the two best teams. So To yeah. make it worth their while. Yeah. You know? That's a good idea. Yeah. And I think who, they should have an MVP on each team. And whoever's the MVP on the team... Gets a, a NFL contract doesn't mean you make the team, but you like maybe just get into camp. Is or something. the XFL gonna have like weird rules like it did before? Probably, but they just combine them. It's just one game. Yeah, let's combine see. the rules, make make something goes. up. That would be cool. I think the XFL will be more entertaining because of the owner. You know, it, it might be a little like yeah, it'll be more entertainment based. Mm-hmm. The double AFL trying to be more 
business. Yeah. They cutting out the commercials. Like they they really yeah. just trying to get the I liked I went to a game and I liked how fast the game went by. That was yeah, kinda dope. I noticed that the game is fast as hell. And mm-hmm. that's part of the thing with football that's kinda annoying to me that it's so slow. Yeah. And all those commercials, they are really just trying to get paid. Essentially. Right, that's it. It's the perfect sport to get commercial money like that. So I'm just happy that the league is gonna continue. I was a little worried about it canceling out so fast and the ending the hopes of a lot of players that you know i i don't feel bad i don't i don't think it's a bad idea for a player to think that he is gonna get called up from that league this year like a lot of people have hope you yeah. know it's good no, to i'm have sure it's people that's, yeah. that are going to get a chance that, yeah. not saying they'll make the nfl roster right. but it's a lot of players that off of this are going to get called in the camp yeah and that's why i was saying damn i hope it doesn't end because I, that would just shatter some of these guys dreams you know yeah. to get Yo, back out there that fucking year will be so tough yeah. you go from oh god camp whole season maybe a couple months off if otas that, then you're going right into otas mini camp, camp mini camp camp and then uh, if you make it a whole nother season yeah you got to be a whole <sighs> savage to do that sheesh Speaking of whole savages, we'll stay with NFL. I was going to go over to the Zion story because he a savage for busting through that shoe. But give me a second. We're going to get back to that. We're going to talk about this 77-year-old billionaire who flew to Florida the morning of the AFC championship game for a slurp, rub, and tug combo by a woman who was probably underage and smelled like piss. Smelled like piss? They were not letting these women bathe at this. What? Yes. They were not allowed to bathe. They were stank. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Yes. That made a whole different thing. You see what I mean? Tom Brady over here kissing this nigga in the mouth, and he over here buying pussy from somebody that had some a bath all week. Dirty <laughs> fuck? Giselle, you better, girl, get your man. But anyways, uh, yeah, Mr. Kraft flew in the morning of the uh, AFC Championship game. Like, what was he trying to take the edge off? He was yeah, nervous. Man. He was stressed what the hell out. You mean? He needed to... Why would you fly to Florida? That was a big game about to and, happen. And then the sickest part, the funny thing that people was bringing up is that like he pulled up in a Bentley, and it was a 2015 Bentley. <laughs> oh, he wasn't. He wasn't. All he was the trying way to stuck. be incognito. <laughs> yeah. Like get, just get the 2015 yeah, Bentley. Not... Don't do the 19. Don't we don't we don't want him to know it's me. Get the 15 Bentley. Like, like he should have came up in a Camry. Why do you think he would go all the way to Florida? To get a rub and tug from a stranger that stank for a hundred dollars, and then he doubled back twenty. He was there twice in the in twenty four hours. Double back. He's creepy. Got so good to me. Double back <laughs> twice. I must Yo, he have been just creepy. out of my mind. He just creepy. Yeah. It's no other answer to that. It's no. You're a billionaire, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. I got a couple homegirls. You're a billionaire. That, that got you, Mr. Kraft. So many. That <laughs> they got you. That. You can flew them out. They'll come right to you, bro. You don't even got to show up at these places embarrassing yourself. It's so crazy to me. Like like I told you when we was in Atlanta, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe we was roofied in the club this weekend. Yeah. And niggas really be wanting some pussy that don't want them. Like, like I feel like you if you go into one of these sex trafficking places... These girls are, you know, people are like, oh, what's the crime in it? He didn't even, he probably didn't even know they were being held against their will. And my thing is this, the, the judging off of what the police said the state of these women were in, like they made it clear that everybody needed a bath. Everybody needed a bath. <sighs> That's a sign right there that something ain't right. 
That is disgusting. You know, when you go to a real whorehouse, these bitches greet you at the door. Hey, daddy. Right. These women weren't getting paid. They was getting 1,500 men a year. Ugh. Lots of underage girls that were stolen from God knows where. Probably these uh, yeah. these, these camps, these yeah. concentration camps uh, that Trump got uh, for these illegals. Creepy. Yeah. And this is the place he's frequenting. Yeah, he's a creep. You're a billionaire for crying out loud. He's a creep. Billionaire or not. He's a creepy dude. Oh, my God. So then your league, guess what they said? They said, we're going to wait until the courts handle this before we get involved. Where was oh, all- yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fuck out of here. Bro. But they don't do that with players. As soon as an allegation comes up, you're fired. You're done. You're fired. You're cut. You're, you're detrimental to the, Anybody to the organization. On the team, it was some stuff came out that they was fucking stanking underage girls at a whorehouse. And sex trafficking and whorehouse. Sex trafficking whorehouse. They're off of that team and probably never playing in the NFL again. So, so because he's an owner, nothing is going to happen, right? Yeah, he's right? a billionaire. He got the money. This is these double standards, man. This is, this is oh my goodness. What are they going to do to him? Tell them to sell your team? Mm, they should. If one of these players was caught buying his cheap, unsanitized pussy, that's exactly, they Damn, would be out be the sick league. If they, what was the last owner that had to sell his team? A Clippers dude, right? Yeah. No, the, he, the, the Carolina Panthers had to sell his team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sandusky. What did he do? What did the Carolina the, Panthers owner do? Racy. Remember he was rapey, touchy, ra- um, calling people nigger? Uh, Kraft might lose his shit, though. How? Because technically, he can say, I didn't know they were being held against their will. I thought I was just going to buy some pussy. He can say that. Yeah. But if he really didn't know, I mean, I couldn't imagine not knowing, especially if you're, you're a billionaire, you know. You know who owned that motherfucker. You, you know. billionaire. No, 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 no. Not only that, he knows who own. he knows the people that frequent them. I'm sure they got yeah. a little boys club. Like, hey, they got some new underage he hoes just, at, the, like, at the Florida spot. He ain't like he just was driving around and said, oh. Let me go give me a massage. Oh, you no. guys do rub and tug in here? No. Slurp and jerk? Not as Robert Cr- No, bro. Yeah. He knew what the fuck was But he can on. say he didn't. You know, he can yeah. say that. And that's, that's why true. it's a misdemeanor. You know, that's why he's, it's not a felony charge on him because it's not like he was running the place. He was just showing up to get his shit off and leaving. A hundred dollars, my guy? What woman you know selling pussy for a hundred dollars? I don't know any. I don't. <laughs> no whorehouse I know, bitch, is that cheap. Maybe on a street. Yeah, that was the bottom of the barrel. That's disgusting. Well, they ain't even bathing, so of course they bought him with a barrel. You you would have to you would have to do that. Oh my God, I just got a highlight that said Anthony Davis scores for the Lakers. Oh my God, he done. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, it did. I swear to God, Bleacher no Report just popped way. up on my phone. Salute, my nigga. We know where you want to be. <laughs> well, that nigga did it. It said, "This more. Of this comes later." <laughs> yes. <laughs> But back to Kraft, 300 people have been arrested so far. And it's being said that he's not even the biggest fish in this pond. See, he know what the fuck. This is I hope Trump creepy, is one of them. It's some creepy billionaire it's shit. It's right man. by his little Mar-a-Lago uh, golf course, by the way. Some creepy billionaire shit. Uh, Porkchop Whitlock said, uh, all this is black is, is, is uh, the reason for all this is because uh, uh, Kraft has been hanging around too many black people. No, he didn't. Yeah, he said he wore that Meek Mill champions chain. Uh, he hopped on stage with Cardi B. He he just tried to think he a nigga. 
my my sources are telling me that the reason that he like first of all his name shouldn't have been brought up i'm pretty sure uh he's done other things and they've swept it under the rug my sources are telling me that because he was behind this bill to change parole because of Meek Mill's situation, you know, the riding at the scooter, popping the wheel, all these goofy things you can't do on parole to send you back. He is one of the leaders of a bill trying to be passed to change parole. Like some of the things that you can and can't do and how you can't go back. So they fucking him over? Yes. That's what my sources tell me. And that's alleged. I don't know if it's true, but apparently they're like, oh, we about to get him since he think he black. Since he want to wear rapper chains and shit and, and oh. be around black people and, and think he's he cool. He is part of, supposed to be in the billionaire society. He ain't yeah. supposed to be mingling with the... The common folk. Like that. The slaves. Yeah. He's supposed to be upper echelon. So he tried to do one good, decent thing for essentially black people. That's really because the majority of us are in jail. And they're saying this is why his he he was he could have they would have just swept this under the rug. He just came over to get get some, like it's not a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. But they're putting his name out there to tarnish him, to try to take him down. Apparently, yeah, this will tarnish him for sure. But that's what Pork Chop said. Um, who cares what he said? Who th- what he thinks? Um, let me see what else I've read about this. Uh, the sheriff said the men who came for sexual pleasure knew the women were being held against their will. Said that the women are given no days off and banged on average of 1,500 men per year. <laughs> right. some, I just don't know what that pussy smell like. <laughs> that shit's gross. What her mouth smell oh, like. Oh, that's so gross. She, oh she ain't brushing that mouth and you just want some head. Oh, what in this? What in the? Ooh, that's, that's some creepy shit. That's man. what I'm saying. That's the only word for it. It's creepy, nasty. Like, that's gross. Mm-mm-mm. Moving on, Zion Williamson busted out of the side of his Nikes. You Man. saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that. Shit. Man, I thought it was a groin injury to keep it a thousand. Yeah, I you. thought that's what he was gonna do. Like it was just groin. Because when I saw it, I'm like, oh, he might tweak this groin on some like LeBron shit. Mm-hmm. But it was his knee. And then now people are saying the reason that the Nikes busted is because he wears the same shoe all year. That might be true, because I used to bust out of my shoes a lot. Brent. <laughs> I really did. I know you did, but this was a bad time to say that, because y'all are two opposite body types, okay? We talking about LeBron busting out of his shoe, and then you. Yeah, that's <laughs> So true. people were saying, you know, first of all, he should have different shoes, you know, damn near every game. I don't know if they just can't afford to give him more pair of shoes. He's supposed to wear, like, that wouldn't be cool to wear a different new basketball shoe every game. Why not? Almost the entire NBA does that. Almost That's every true. single player in the NBA does that. It was a point, it was a point in, in, in... You wear different cleats every week? Yeah, I was just about to say Are you trying to see? Look at you. I think that he should just because of the fact that he's the incredible Hulk. He looked like the fucking Hulk in the uniform already. Big, yeah, swole. Big as shit. 285 as a basketball player. Yeah. What, bounce. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, he's day to day. And now people are calling for him to shut it down the rest of the season. He fucking And should. get ready. And Charles Barkley, though, said that everyone who says that is a fucking idiot. Wow. Because they're saying that you don't, you don't play to. Be afraid of being injured. This is a nigga that's not playing no more. First of all, this is a nigga that played in an era where Bruh. niggas hated each other. Like it's so. It's, if Barkley played right now, mm-hmm. he would be like a, a high draft pick, you know, high prospect. And if he hurt his knee right before the tournament, 
Right. He don't even know and what it's he like. he coming from Alabama. Yeah. Nigga, like, if, if it's a chance you can mess up your millions of dollars, you're going to sit that out. Who you playing this for? Duke? <laughs> like, what? Duke ain't give a fuck like, about Duke, you. You did what you, you need Duke, to do for Duke. Duke ain't even giving you a new pair of shoes every game. You did all you Duke needed for, from you. You got them. They're selling tickets that is the same price as some Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Like, People nigga, was, yes, that's another did, thing. You made Duke a lot of money already. So if your knee ain't a hundred, like you don't feel anything, and you you shouldn't play. No, you I wouldn't should. give a goddamn what anybody thought. If I wouldn't, if I wasn't one hundred and twenty percent. Right. If I don't feel, I can't feel anything. Yeah, I would totally rehab and get ready for the draft it, because it's already he's already young, and they're comparing him to LeBron, even though I don't see the comparison no, outside of size. He doesn't have the IQ, the passing, the no, jumper, any of that, but I think he can do well in the NBA. Yeah. You fuck around and play in this tournament, fuck your knee up, guess what? No one's going to care, and Duke's probably going to move on without you, too. They will. They <laughs> so will. it's like people don't understand that this is business. We don't pl- Professional players don't play till they're 65 like the average person that's why they got to cash out when they can because this is the rest of your life you are actually this next month march madness is for the rest of his life to take care of his family right you know and i wouldn't care what somebody said that's not in my situation i wouldn't give a fuck i would talk to my family and hopefully they're smart enough to tell him if he's healthy fine if you want to play fine but if he's not mm mm-mm yeah, I would not I'm lace just saying, up. if he's good, because it can be a minor sprain. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like it was a horrible sprain. It looked like but we he don't might, know what happened. Yeah, he might have tweaked something. And, but if it's a minor sprain and he good in a couple weeks, like yeah, play. But like I'm saying, if you feel anything, he shouldn't play, bro. Nah. Like it's no, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old Miss basketball team took a knee during the anthem of their game on February 23rd in protest of the Klan rally that had just taken place on their campus. Get the fuck. Then they were well within their rights to the fucking Can you do believe that. Klan rallies are still happening? I mean, it's at Old Miss, so yeah. Yes, I can. At Old Miss. On yes, campus. Yes, I can. They have racist shit, not Klan's uh, rallies, but they have racist shit at my school. What'd they do? Like, it was just racist. I thought people. it was number uh, horse and buggy Amish people at your school. No, nah, it was just a bunch of, white, like, it was some white racists there. And they had, like, right before I came, it was some shit that happened with a black dude and some white people fucked this black dude up. It was a big story. Salute to those guys. I mean, look, they having clan rallies during our month. Like, people really just use February to just shit on black people. I don't know just, what I would do if I was at a school and there was a Klan rally. I'd probably march right through that shit. You would. Like, all y'all some hoe-ass bitches. Y'all scared. Y'all got a, a fucking hood on your head. <laughs> march through Compton, nigga. <laughs> Bet you won't pull up on in Watts and do this little bitch-ass march. A Klan rally, bro. That's so crazy. Bunch of fuck niggas. Anybody in a Klan is a fuck nigga. You, y'all some pussies. Y'all scary. Scary. You saw the Black Panther. We was out. In y'all face with a rifle, nigga, wishing a nigga would. Face showing. Fist in the air. You fuck niggas got to put a mask on. Fuck out of here. Uh, also fuck out of here, the ex-wife of Houston Astros owner. Her name is Francie Neely. So Francie lives in a, in a, in a high-sedity community uh, in Texas. And apparently they have a park. Like imagine our gated community, there's like a park in here. Mm-hmm. People come there. 
to t- and it's it's not gated, okay? But it's a nice. It's a, it's, I forgot the name of the town. Hold on, shit. I'll find it. But anyways, um, people come there to take wedding photos. Take like really, really. They got these beautiful trees and the way the the sidewalks are lined and the way the trees like cascade yeah. over it. And this is beautiful. Well, Francie, there was a, a black couple and they had a one-year-old little girl. They had a pink little blanket laid out and a, a big old one balloon with a bunch of pink heart balloons. And she stand on the blanket like, yay, cheesy, holding the balloons, taking a professional photographer, taking pictures of her for a one-year-old birthday. This bitch done pulled up, got out the car, went over there and snatched the blanket off the ground, threw it on the grass, tried to make the balloons go flying, telling them to get out of her neighborhood. That it's illegal to block the sidewalk. Get the fuck. This is not the first time she's done this either. She is illegal. First of all, it's a. It, I looked up. I done googled. I did all my research, and it has been found that she's wrong. It is a public park. Anyone can come there and take pictures. Yes, you're not supposed to impede the sidewalk, but there was no one walking down the sidewalk. Literally, no one even in the park. And the the husband, the father of the baby, was recording her. There's a video of this. Oh shit! Re- I yes, see this. recording her snatching a blanket of everything. He's like, "Ma'am, you can't do this." Why she slap him? twice slap the man yes what's the, the the mom do nothing that's what i'm saying you couldn't have been you faye i hope so francie would have got that ass whooped on camera i'd be like get the phone up because this is this is gonna be a legal ass whooping. this bitch over here swinging taking shots oh she needs her ass whooped yeah she needs her ass whooped yeah and she said that she was antagonized how? Because they were taking pictures? Because they were telling her to mind her business. And it was like, it's all on camera. She's crazy. Yeah, I want to see this. She's a psychopath. Probably so. And, and it's like, you can't even just see a one-year-old taking some pretty pictures and just let Who it go. you mad? When you see the one-year-old, you're like... The baby's screaming in the whole video. Scared life. Like, she is afraid. Right. This lady is crazy. And apparently she's cashed out on her ex-husband who owns the, uh, what did I say, the Astros. She's a very wealthy woman, but just miserable. You know why? Why? She's a racist. Yeah. And she probably just can't handle black people in her neighborhood taking pictures at her park. You know? Yeah. What a bitch. Uh, R. Kelly. (laughs) He got out. R. Kelly, bro. I don't know. I don't know how he... He got out. He you got, know he's free. Okay. So a black woman named Valencia Love owns a daycare called Child Christian Daycare. Mm-hmm. Bailed him out. Now, whenever it was said that he couldn't bail out because he was in jail from Friday, he got out on Monday, all the hoes that he has put a GoFundMe on Instagram and in six hours, guess how much money they raised? Six hours. His bail was one million, but he Ten, just needed a hundred thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Five hundred thousand. <laughs> Five hundred thousand in six hours, and he was bailed out. Um, I don't know if that money came from Holder. that cash, that that GoFundMe, but this lady went up there and bailed him out and said he's a good man, and she said these little things about him, but he got out. And, um, well, let me get back to the charges. Kells was charged in Cook County with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sex abuse of three underage victims and one of age victim during, uh, dating back to 1998 and is facing 77 years in prison. 
His lawyer entered a plea of not guilty in court for him. He's been released on $1 million bail, $100,000, uh, legit. Took him over 40 hours, you know, but he got the money together. I don't, the, the, the lady's from Romeoville, Illinois. That's a dope name, first of all, mm-hmm. Romeoville. <clears throat> but she showed up and bailed him out. She's 47 years old. She's black. Um, my thing is this. Is he really going to go to jail? I was just going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> it seemed like he going he might get something. He ain't going to get no serious time. He going to get something. It's just like it seemed like they want to get him now. Yeah, because I believe that he possibly will go this time because the video that I I've, I've been yeah. told about, the girl is actually saying she's 14 in the video. Yeah. Actually saying it. So they don't even need her witness testimony now. Right. They don't need her. She can say, oh, I was lying. Oh, they don't need it. Now that they have that and him banging her, <laughs> yeah, that's right there enough to, but I don't know how much time he would that's get That's what I'm saying. That. I feel like he's got to get some time at this point. Yeah. Um, now, he's not going to get 77 years. Yeah. Clearly. I think he just, you know what? This is this is what he deserves, in my opinion. Um, we've all witnessed I don't believe everything in the docuseries is true. I do not believe all those girls were telling the truth. I don't. Mm-hmm. But if you fuck one underage girl, yeah, it's enough for me. Right. And it's th- not even what he's doing. It's how he's doing it. Like after the, the documentary came out, just how cocky he is, just how he just yeah. out here. He's still picking up bitches. Like That's what he does. <sighs> That's like it's not going to change. That's him. Yeah. And I think he needs to just be put down because not in jail. I mean, probably killed because <laughs> I'm awful. I was like, when you said put down, I'm I, like, I truly believe this is my opinion. I truly believe that it is a disease. It is a sickness. He may have been, you know, because of the things that happened to him growing up. But people that admit and say, I have a problem. I've done this, you know, go to jail, do whatever they have to do. And they're admitting and wanting to get help. And, you know, I think that I could get behind that. But for somebody to just keep denying it and keep on doing it, it's disrespectful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just complete disrespect and and no ownership, no accountability. Like, you have daughters. Well, what you said at the beginning is what it is. It's a sickness. It's really like something he... Like, that's what he does. Like Yeah, I feel like people that, that hurt old people and kids should die. I don't really care, like, that you live, especially yeah. if it's something that you keep doing. You've told me this a yeah. lot. Yeah, old people and kids, if you kill them, if you rape them, you should die immediately because they can't even protect themselves. Right. You know? And I don't know what his problem is. I don't know why he, he feels like he shouldn't admit what he's done, and then that pro- let, allow us to process you you being real and saying that you have a problem, so that we can kind of almost like still have your back, you know? Yeah. Like I don't, I hate to to talk down on a black man, you know. I try to be as positive as I can with all black men, but he's just throwing it in our face. I mean, he got away with it for so long. He probably feels invincible in a way. Yeah. And they should just. Like he called himself the Pied Piper. Do you think he's going to live in prison? They'll they'll put him somewhere like where he'll be protected. Like they got prisons like that. 
I don't think they'll throw him right in there with the savages, man. I don't think so. I hope so. I just want him to get raped. Could possibly happen. I want him to get raped at one time before they kill him. I just really think. And, I, you know, the, the, the thing is, there was some stuff coming out that R. Kelly does like boys as well. This is not his real flavor. It's kind of like how, you know, every now and then I want to eat a crab leg. I don't know if they would, they would kill him for what he's doing. Why not? Because he, well, they don't have on record him messing with, like, no little, little, like. Oh, Aaliyah was 12, Brent. Yeah, that's bad. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's bad. He that's wanted bad. right, right before the pubic hair get real thick on the uh, pussy. 12? Yeah, that's bad. Awful. And not familiar news. Not fucking familiar at all. FYI. Uh, the canceled bitch. I canceled her anyway. Oprah has decided, I don't even, Oprah is going to host After Neverland special with Michael Jackson's sexual accusers. You're not happy about that. Wade Robinson and James Safechuck are two, first of all, there's a documentary with only two victims on it, okay? What type of shit is this? If he's such a predator, what are the rest of the people at? Right. Now, these same two people testified for Michael Jackson in his other cases from the past, saying that these other people that were accusing him was liars. They were trying to do it to take his money. They had been in Michael Jackson's presence since they were kids, and he never touched them. He never did this. He never did that. Got him off of those, all those cases he, you know, won. Then on top of that, afterwards, uh, the dude Wade tried to sue Michael Jackson's estate, saying sexual abuse and all these things. The judge threw it out. He has tried several attempts to make money off of these accusations and saying Michael Jackson did this to him. Nothing has worked. So now he gets this after leaving Neverland documentary uh, that's supposed to air this weekend. And people are like, oh, my God, it's so disgusting. I can't believe Michael Jackson. There's like a chef or like a nanny or a house maid or something that's saying she went in his room he had a hot tub in his room a bathtub hot tub type of thing she said i went in there and i saw all his panties and several kids panties underwears floating in the water this is my thing Brent. if michael jackson was raping as many people as kids or molesting as i said i feel like that they would have gotten him they they could have easily okay he has not been found guilty of a single charge and as if that wasn't the worst thing about it, the nigga is dead. He is dead. He dead than a bitch. Okay. What is this proof? What is Oprah doing? Oprah is trying to make some money, which she doesn't need. She's rich. As shit. It like, sounds like a money grab. It sounds like these two dudes that you just said defended them, now turning on them, are trying to like make some money. Yes. And Oprah sees this as a great opportunity for her to make some money, and she's going to end on the cash. And she's just proven to us that she's not for us. I've been saying this for so many years, and people be coming at me. This is further proof. Why would you do this? Why don't you let somebody white do this? Huh? I, I don't. Only thing I can think of, honestly, is it's like she sees this as like a possible. Michael Jackson is if not the one of the biggest musical stars ever. And this is like something to tear him down and it's going to be breaking, monumental. Why does, and she wants to be the face with that. What does she that. need that for? 
it it doesn't. And the only thing I think is she wants to be the face of that and she wants to make some more money. And I don't understand why. You don't really need that money. I, I used to I got so excited when I found out long time ago that Oprah owned her own network that she does she has sold now. She's not a uh, majority owner, but I used to be like, bet the revolution gonna be televised, my nigga. Like we got our own channel now. We got Oprah. She is not with us. Why you ain't sitting down with Monique, bitch? She told you to suck her dick. You want a real nigga conversation? Sit down with Monique. Figure it out with Monique. Monique told her to suck her dick? Told her, Lee Daniels, and a couple people to suck (laughs) her dick. Damn. Uh, But you don't want to sit down and talk to her? You don't want no special with her? Why? Because she going to let out some fucking bones in your closet. Yeah. For sure. What a fucking bitch. Oprah is canceled, just so y'all know. Again, I can't stand this old wide nose, bad feet ass bitch. She get on my nerve. I hate talking about my people like this. This is not who I am. I know this now. You have told me this, and I see it a lot because her magazine is in Whole Foods. Yeah. And every every magazine, like whenever I notice, it's her on the front of it. How, how pompous! What type of narcissistic <laughs> ass shit is that? Talking every, about this for black people, bitch. Why is nobody else ever on the cover? Why are you not using that platform to uplift some other black women? It's never anybody else. I'm gonna put your fat. Let me. You know what? Every time. It's Black History Month. I'm supposed to be proud of our people. I'm trying, y'all. I couldn't even believe it when you told me that. I can't stand her. I cannot fucking stand her. I'm not giving her any more energy. Kiss my ass, Oprah. And um, moving on to the Oscars. Did you watch? No. I didn't either. (laughs) I thought we was canceling the Oscars. I thought we was done with it. I understand Black Panther was up for a lot of uh, movie characters, titles, whatever. I can just watch the highlights. I don't need to watch. Yeah, so. You know, there wasn't any performances that I thought I wanted to see of anybody, you know. Yeah. I did kind of want to see the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. I found out that was awkward. She was staring, gazing on this, this nigga eyeballs and shit. For real? Like she wanted to, like, give Get him some it. pussy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, woo, child. I might have wanted to watch that. But so two years ago, um, Spike Lee, legend. I think Spike Lee's a legend. I think he's done a lot for the black community. Yes. Just the struggles that he's gone through just for sticking his neck out there and saying some of the things he says. You know how that happens. I, I It's happened to me. You get blackballed. There's just certain shit you can't do. So he hasn't allowed any of those um, obstacles that they've thrown at him to stop him from being a creative and amazing director, producer, writer, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So two years ago, he was like extremely upset that the Oscars, you know, just how they just treat us, how we just not nominated enough. And even if we are nominated, we don't win in movies we should win in and all that stuff. So he just basically said two years ago, he said, that was 2016. He said, I'm not going. I'm never going. Mm-hmm. This boycott is, is canceled, right? This year he went and won. Not only did he win, he ran to the stage and jumped in Samuel's arms like reparations was getting handed out and he had just got his 40 acres i heard like he gave like a speech he said something about donald he trump. shit on trump in his speech however you were there my guy what happened why was you so happy to be like recognized by the white man like that 
That's what you keep, keep telling our people. Why do we need their recognition? Don't go. They don't respect us. Because a lot, I feel like a lot of people say stuff like that because, because it's out of spite. Like they really want the award. And they say, because they ain't getting no award, they say stuff like, we should boycott it. It's not really like, yo, they not doing this for our people. They not do. It's just like uh, for selfish reasons. Like when the Smiths did it, when Jada. Yeah. So when he got his award, he's, you know, like, bet, I won, I won it. You know what I mean? I really won it. Whereas... But if you, you were really in the building. You shouldn't have even been in the building to get that award. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't even have been there. I feel like they told him he was going to win. Because he All got right, a, so, so, there's an, there's an award that, that is like a, um, I forgot the name of it, but it's like a, they give out certain awards months in advance and it's basically like acknowledging all you've done in the television and film industry. It's like an honorary award, like mm -hmm. a lifetime achievement type of award, right? Yeah. They gave him one this year. Okay. So he might knew. And then you got to look at it like this. Well, if he had a, a hint, an inkling. Somebody told him he's gonna win the award, so maybe he could be there and like, all right, I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say some stuff though, you know, and that mm -hmm. makes sense. You know, what says something louder than what his speech say, said? Fuck your award. Fuck your award. That would mail it to me. That would mail it. That would for real. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm with whatever we we canceling, whatever we protesting. I'm with it. I just need to know we really doing it. You can't come off the bandwagon because they called but your they, name. But do they think, would you be like, well, if you're just not going to show, then what, like, how would it ever get to where everybody gets the same stuff? Like, no, it's none of my business. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about your acknowledgement. I don't care about it in the future us being acknowledged. Get rid of it. Do your own Oscars. They already stole. The Oscar was really called Patah. It's 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 the the symbol is an Egyptian god. They already had this entire the, the statue, the way the Oscar looks is an actual Egyptian god from the past. They stole that, used it as the Oscar. Everything is stolen. You know? Mm -hmm. Everything is stolen and all they all the Oscars are like this year I feel like what they try to do they had seven black winners. Um the only person that was a a, a return winner was the guy from Moonlight. He played in that that movie uh Gold the, the Green Book. Mm -hmm. Did you see did you remember the previews for Green Book? Yeah, I didn't see oh, it. Oh man, it was bad. He he won supporting actors two in a row, but there were six new black winners. There was like way more people nominated and all this shit. It's just an illusion no. of inclusion. They know what that we're all saying, fuck the Oscars, and all they're gonna do this year is okay, y'all, we gotta let some of them win so they could keep coming because we need the black people there. We actually need them in the building. We need them to perform, we need them to shuck and jive and shake hands with us and all that. And I just feel like at some point, if our people really care, we have to stop caring about their ap approval of us. They, like, because it's never, ever going to work. We're never going to be rewarded in the way that we should. We're talented. We're more, we're, we're extremely talented. I think that the budgets that black movies use mm -hmm. to make movies and shit, like, that's incredible. You know, the shit that we have to deal with to put out a great product. And then, sadly, our own people don't even support our movies. So it's like, what? What are we going to do? Yeah. And at some point, we just have to figure out what's important to us. Like, is it really important to win an Oscar? Do, is that your life goal? See, that's what, 
I I don't feel like it should be important for things like that. You mm-hmm. know, you put out if you put out a good movie, and your your fans will tell you such, right? So you don't really need that Oscar. Mm-mm. But 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 to the point I was saying, like, I feel like they want it to be all everybody getting awards. They want it to be black people with the white people and everybody getting awards, and it's no. Well, you know, y'all biased against this and you biased against that. So they're trying to accept it. They don't want to exclude themselves from that. Well, you know how they could do that? They could change who's in the Oscar, like... Panel? Panel. Let me tell you who's in the voters. Of the 100% of people voting, less than 0.5% are Asian and Native American. 2% are Latino. 2% 2% are black, 77% are men, and 94% are white. Those are the people that vote for the Oscars. Damn. That's a pretty So why would you even think you're going to be included in this? Yeah. Why? Well, that has to change. Like it has to be yeah, so- at least it at least has to be more representative of the United States population. Yeah. That's crazy. Look at the picture. You see that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's just cooning at its finest, my nigga. Like, really? Look at this. Oh, my God. My nigga just was saying, fuck the Oscars. Fuck them. They don't respect us and did all this shit. And then you just up there like he yeah, was. Yeah, that's a lot. I didn't see that. That's he should have walked if up. He, if he just walked up. You know what up. he should have said? If he was really going to go, he should have walked up and said, I feel like I only won this because I've been talking shit. This she should have ran off the the percentages of the voters, and he should have said, "Of course, we're not going to be equally included when we're not even equal in the votes. Y'all ain't gonna vote for us. Don't try to take a shot at Donald Trump, bitch. But nigga, we already know he ain't shit. Yeah. We already know. We are, and nothing's gonna change about the president. That's gonna change for black people. Was that his first Oscar? Yes. Oh. Yes. He was nominated three times this year. This this year he was nominated for I think his best screenplay, which is what he won. Mm-hmm. He was nominated best director and best picture, I believe. Ooh, I hope I'm not wrong. But yeah, he was up for three awards and he won one. And that's how he fucking this same nigga that was talking to us telling him boycott them, fuck them, 2016. He was just he just was so salty. happy to be included. Yeah, he was salty because he he probably he definitely deserved like something for uh, at least Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Was yeah, a great you didn't movie. even get it for the one you should have wanted. Malcolm him. X is a great movie. It should have got something. And then he was, you know, the movie Green Book. He was visibly upset. He marched out when Green Book won Best Picture of the Year. Because truthfully, it was essentially like a movie like Driving Miss Daisy. For real? Yes. I didn't even. I saw the previews of it and I did want to see it just because it's black. You know, I always try to support the black people. But um, what's his name? The history of Green Book. Uh, the, the man who the story is about, his name is Don Shirley. And him and his family denounced the movie saying it was filled with, with a symphony of hurtful lies. Um, so they said about the movie it essentially and I didn't go see the movie but I did look up some things about it and it essentially was about like a white man and a black man having a conversation and saying to each other hey all we have to do is talk to each other and racism is going to be over 
Damn. All we have to do is understand each other and right? like 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 it's really the common man that is like keeping racism alive. Right. Like the middle and lower class working people is, are the ones keeping racism alive. Are you serious? No. Right. It's way up at the top. Yeah. The people at the bottom are just workers. Those are just those are bottom feeders. Racism is way too powerful for us to just yes, we can stop prejudice. We can de- de- diminish prejudice things about one another by having real nigga conversations with people of other races. But racism, that's systemic. That's our, the core of this country, of this world, really. And a black man and a white man having a conversation is not changing. It's 2019, my nigga. This ain't the 50s or the 60s where that shit will work. No, we are woke. We're wide the fuck awake. And it's a slap in the face. To even have that movie win, it's like, look, you guys, black people, we gave another award to you guys. No, you didn't. You just basically just disrespected us once again, making it like this movie was so great because a black man and a white man had a conversation, a whole movie, and figured out why it was okay to like each other. Damn. I can't. (laughs) Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I'm pretty much done. No, I'm good. Well, I don't think I have anything else, so we're going to get out of here, y'all. It's been a minute since I gave y'all a little rant at the end, so I figured I'd take it back to my my original outro music by Willie the Kid moving forward. I just want to talk to my people real quick. I know all my people ain't black in here. I know I got a lot of white supporters or white listeners. And this ain't got nothing to do with racism or hating like this. This is just how I feel. I say I say a lot about segregation and reparations and people think that, you know, segregation is like this hateful, nasty word that means like I don't want white people around me or I hate them. Come on now. Let's keep it real. Some of my favorite people on this planet are white. I have some really, really, really important white people in my life that are good friends of mine and, I, and they're like family. But when I speak about that, it's really because I would like to see what our community would be like if it were segregated, if we were allowed to build our own community, have our own you know, um, liquor stores, you know, if we want to have a liquor store, have our own CBS, have our own restaurants, our own doctors and our own communities to see how we would flourish as a people. Because something that Muhammad Ali said in the past is you can't really like expect a black man to feel like a man if he's always got to beg and get something from someone else. And that's essentially what we're doing as black people here in this country. We've got to beg for everything, even the wealthy. We have to beg and wait on somebody else to give us something. And I just feel like if we had our own communities, we would have something to work for, you know, something to be proud of and, and police our own people so we wouldn't have to deal with, you know, the, the system and all the things that are holding us back. And I think that we would be successful. I think it would be amazing. And these communities aren't segregated, meaning you're not allowed in if you're another race. It simply means when you come in here, you're buying, you're supporting the black dollar. You're supporting us. We would have our own theaters, our own concerts, our own entertainment, all these things in our communities. And if white people or any other race wants to come in and support us, you want to use our doctors, you want to shop in our grocery stores, you want to see our concerts, come on in here. But you're spending your money on black people, you know? And that's what I feel like we need as a people. We need our own. 
so that we don't have to worry about the Oscars, you know, acknowledging us, the Emmys, any of these other awards, you know? And and with all of that, I feel like that would be progress. And it would start with reparations. We should have our own land and our own stuff. And if we ever get there, I think it will be great for our people. And for those of you that are thinking like, oh, well, if you're black, can you go to other communities to perform? Yeah, you can go to other places and perform and do whatever it is you want to do. But my thing is, when you go out into those other communities and perform for non-black people, then you got to bring a percentage of that money back to the black community. That's how it should be in order to stay in the black community. So yeah, go out there and shuck and jive or do whatever performer you would want to do for the non-black community. Bring the money back to your community. We don't spend enough with each other. We don't support each other. We don't do enough for each other. And hopefully one day we'll be strong enough to not give a fuck about Gucci, whether they put in blackface on something and not giving a fuck about the Oscars. All these illusions of the inclusion that we have have to end somewhere in order for us to be great on our own.